What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus. Five hundred two. Five hundred two. Five hundred two. Starting. The Starting 502 Podcast, powered by the State of Louisville. Welcome back to the Starting 502 Podcast. It's preseason game week. We got actual a game, sort of, that we get to watch this week. We get to watch the Louisville Cardinals get up and down with somebody other than themselves. Got a little special episode for you this week. We are joined by Jeff Goodman, analyst at Stadium. He's been all over the place. He knows what he's talking about, and he has been in practice recently, so we've we thought we'd reach out and get Jeff on the pod. So first of all, Jeff, how are you doing? I'm well. I'm well. Yeah, yeah. I've spent a few days. Uh, I, I won't lie. I spent a few days up in, in Lexington um, and uh, watched them and their, their blue-white game and their media day and uh, got to Louisville and watched practice. So try to get as much as I can done when I'm on the road and these days I'm on the road for my daughter more than anything else. Cause she's a senior in high school. So we've been, we're, we're running, we're running all over the place and uh, we got Syracuse this week, but we've done, you know, Ohio state, Indiana, Michigan state, uh, Maryland. So it's my, my schedule really is based on her schedule for the most part in the preseason. There you go. I mean, I was about to say best time of year right there. I mean, doesn't get much better than that senior year of high school too. So, you know what the good thing is, is like four years ago, the schools we, she was looking at was like NYU. She was like a theater girl. Now she's turned into a sports girl. So at least it makes my job a lot easier. Now I'm going to places that I can catch practice. They're all good, pretty much all good hoop schools. So I'm, I'm good. Absolutely. With that. Yeah. The way it should be priorities in order. Right. So right. when you were in Louisville, did you happen to grab any food or what's your go-to food stop in Louisville? I, I didn't have time to grab anything. I, I literally stole a, a, a salad from the Louisville, um, you know, from the room there, because I'm on the stupid keto diet. You know what the keto diet is? Unfortunately, yes. No, the dumbest thing ever. Scott Drew got me on it. I was in Baylor about a week ago, and um, I need to lose probably 10. And I think he said he lost like 20 in like a month. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. Yeah, no sugar, no carbs. Like, what do you eat? What are you eating? I'm out. I'm on the road. Like, hot. so I went to like that Lex Live place, which is a really cool place, right by Rupp. It just opened up a few months ago, and I'm looking down the the you know the menu. The only thing I could eat there, legitimately, the only thing I could eat was salmon. 
I'm getting salmon from like a sports bar. It, it just, it's horrible, horrible. Uh, I would say Jeff Ruby's is my, my spot. Uh, and I went there in Lexington and I've been there in Louisville before. I'll tell you what, I, I will put their filet up against pretty much any filet I've had in the country. And I've, I mean, I've done enough of them, you know, Vegas to Boston, where I live, New York. We, I mean, I'm just like a, a filet guy and that's, I don't stray. And uh, Jeff Ruby's is elite level. Well, sorry to get you thinking about all the uh, delicious things that you can't eat. No, right I can now. eat steak. That's uh, the only okay. thing. Yeah, there you go. I should just eat steak for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. Uh, if if you're going to be, I, I guess, on the keto diet, allegedly, yes. Gordon to Scott Drew, you can lose 10 pounds eating nothing but steak. So sounds like a win to me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, jumping into kind of your trip to Louisville, uh, it sounds like you just kind of swung in really fast, but uh, I mean, here all of the buzz in the offseason has been about uh, the, the transition to a, a completely new look offense. Uh, is that something that you kind of got to witness firsthand in practice? And is it was it the jump off the page? Was it something that you immediately noticed? Yeah, it's funny. So when when Mac hired uh, Ross, I was like everybody else, like, who the hell is this dude? Like, what are we doing here? But, but the more he talked to me about it, the more it made sense, right? Like everybody hires the same type of people and, and they duplicate themselves for the most part, right? They're all recruiting here. Um, you know, a lot of them are assistants that, that don't have a lot of experience with something different, something unique. So, um, you know, Mac told me all about him and, and what he thought he was going to bring the table more offensively than anything else, right? That, that's probably, I would say, 90% of why he hired him. Uh, to run the offense and change the offense. And then he went out and got a bunch of guys who fit the offense, you know, a lot of it, or he already had some of those guys. Maybe he got Ross because he had some of these guys and he had more skilled shooters, but whatever the case, that was the difference I noticed in Louisville practice, the voice of Ross, you know, he was very, very involved. Usually when I've seen uh, Mac in the past, his voice is more prevalent and it usually is for most guys, you know, most head coaches, other than I'm trying to make who, you know, Al Skinner here at Boston College literally would sit in a chair and let his assistants run practice. But that that's rare. Most head coaches are, are, are running practice and their voice is the dominant one. Uh, here, I thought it was pretty uh, evenly, you know, Mike Pegues certainly, um, you know, Cahill, the, the new who's been elevated. I, I just thought this is more of a, a group effort than anything that I've probably seen almost anywhere before. And again, pushing the ball, spacing, skilled guys, they can make shots. That's going to be the big difference from a year ago to now. They've got multiple guys um, and two really good guys and, and trying to get that toughness to a different level as well. So I, I was impressed uh, and, and really intrigued by Ross because, again, of what Mac had told me and my reaction when he hired him at first was like, what the hell are you doing? I would say as a Louisville fan, that's really reassuring. We've talked a lot about how if you watch a TV timeout, if you're in the arena, Mac will spend at least half the timeout with his assistants and the players are just talking to each other. And that looks great when you're winning basketball. But when you're not, you know, it, it looks like the, the players are coaching. And so to have a guy in his ear that can do that and have that voice is really exciting. Of, of what you watched, was there a certain player or a couple that stood out to you? Mason Faulkner. He was the wow. best player in practice. 
he was the best player in practice. Yeah, I was shocked. I was like, you know, and I hadn't heard much about him, and I forgot he was coming off the, uh, I think it was an ankle injury, hadn't done a whole hell of a lot. But my biggest question about not just Louisville, so many teams out there, you know, I've been to probably 10 places, and it, it feels like every every team has a transfer point guard. Seriously, every team. You go through it in the Big 12, the top three, Kansas, Remy Martin from Arizona State, uh, Baylor, James Akinjo, Arizona, uh, Texas, Marcus Carr, Minnesota. You can go to Kentucky, obviously, you know, has one in Severe Wheeler from Georgia. Everyone feels like has a damn transfer point guard. Um, and, and you got a couple. And honestly, I just assumed Jared West is going to be the guy. Just, I don't know why, I just assumed he's going to be the point guard. He brings toughness. I, I love him. I saw him a couple of years ago in person against Old Dominion, and I love his defensive mentality. And he is the most vocal guy. Anybody I've seen in, in the 10 practices I've seen in the preseason, there's been nobody who's been more vocal and a better communicator than, than Jared West. So he's going to bring leadership and tangibles, all of that. Uh, Mason Faulkner, to me, just like did everything, you know, in practice, I, I didn't expect him to be a guy. He's vocal, too. And he's a guy who can move the ball. I just, for some reason, I thought he'd just be more of a scorer and you cut his numbers in half because that's generally, other than Carly Jones, what you anticipate when you go up levels like these guys are doing from Western Carolina or Radford. I, I thought Carly, because he is the outlier. He is. Don't Louisville fans do not expect that, like, maybe ever again from, from a guy. Um, but, but I think Mason Faulkner is a guy that gives you a little bit of everything that would not, it would not surprise me to see Mason Faulkner as their starting point guard, maybe not out of the gates, but at some point this year. Yeah. And, and to follow up with that. So it seems like the issue Louisville had last year, um, it, it seems like David Johnson was the guy coming in and then all of a sudden, uh, Carly Jones comes in and he's the guy and David Johnson has to kind of, to kind of yield to him a little bit. Um, but what, what the storyline kind of ended up being for Louisville, the reason why they ultimately missed the tournament uh, seemed to be that there was zero depth at the guard position. And this year, it seems like Chris Mack did everything in his power to make sure that that wasn't the case. Uh, was there, as far as the backcourt goes, uh, just to follow up on the Mason Faulkner thing, it, does it feel like there's more of a balance there in the backcourt where it's going to be more oh, yeah. than just two guys? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. I, I don't even know if you guys want me to go this way, but I will you know, the, the assistance and, and the, you know, the, the, the move that Chris Mack made to um, sever ties with both Dino Gaudio and, and, and Luke Murray. And I think part of it was probably staff chemistry. And I think part of it was he's looking down the roster and saying like, well, how many guys do we got here that are like ACC good? Well, Carly transferred in. So you didn't really recruit him. Um, David Johnson, to my knowledge, would have went if any of the three of us were, were the head coach at Louisville. He was right. going, yeah. Right. He was going to Louisville anyway. Um, Samuel Williamson was a, a top kid, but he has not lived up. And, and I'm shocked. I love him as a kid. I think he's like salt of the earth. Great kid. He just he's 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 a good player. He's a good piece. But I'm not sure he's going to be much more than that. Even this year, guys, I, I think kind of what you saw last year might be what you have to get accustomed to with, with Samuel Williamson. And then Malik was obviously hurt, but they didn't they just didn't have depth. So I think that was part of the reason, and I haven't really talked to Chris about it in depth, but part of the reason he made the moves with these assistant coaches is like, well, and, and listen, Dino, between us guys, like I didn't like the hire to begin with. 
I didn't. I never liked it. I was like, why are you hiring a guy who's who's coming up to 60? Who's not going to be able to recruit? Like he's not, he's not. I mean, he, he hasn't been in it for years. He's been with ESPN for years. What what are we doing here? So anyway, uh, I didn't mean to kind of sidetrack there and, and go off the rails, but yes, it's a much deeper team, much deeper. I mean, again, I've already talked about the point guard duo of those two, and we haven't talked about the most talented of of all their guards probably is L. Ellis. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's like fun to watch. Now, again, you don't know what you're going to get from him from play to play, but man, is he explosive. He gives you something those other guys don't. I don't think he's going to be ready out of the gates. I don't know if Chris Max is going to trust him enough out of the gates, but, you know, and usually junior college, it takes a year. It really takes a full year for the most part. Maybe it'll be sped up with that LLS and, and, and Chris will be able to trust him a little bit more come, you know, league play, but he is, he is fun to watch. He's exciting. And then you're adding Noah Locke, who's, you know, to me, a shooter, one of the better shooters in the country, a proven shooter. Does he do a ton more than that? No, but I'm not sure you need him to on this team. You know, it'd be nice if he can create and, you know, move the ball, um, you know, I, I don't love him putting the ball on the floor, but he is an elite shooter and they need that. And then you add Matt Cross to the mix of another guy who can really shoot the hell out of the ball. And, and you've got guys that can really shoot it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, do you think having the eight new faces is the reason that this team is not getting national media attention as a team that could could be a threat in March? No, I, I think it's that you don't have a, a name. There's no name on this team. Like, who, who's their best player? Like, I think I know who it's going to be. I think it's going to be Jalen Withers. It better be Jalen Withers because he's the most talented player in the team. And, man, he looked good in, in practice. Again, I always try to, you know, temper anything I see in one practice, you know, good or bad, right? Somebody can have an awful practice got into a fight with a girlfriend that that morning and they just you know they're not locked in or somebody could have a great practice i saw a kid at baylor kid transfer from fairmont state he might have been there i don't know i don't want to say the best player in practice but he was really good he shot the hell out of the ball that day now i don't he's probably never going to play at, at baylor this year so you gotta you gotta kind of take it with a grain of salt but to me jalen withers should be an all acc type guy like is he a first team all league guy i don't know but he should be averaging 15 and nine this year. To follow up with the Jalen Weathers comment, uh, Chris Mack had said, um, you know, he could see Jalen Weathers if he lives up to his potential, if he's a, what he calls an everyday guy, he could see him being gone in six months. Do you think that's the case being a guy who has experience kind of covering the the college to NBA transition? Yeah, I do. I absolutely do. There, there, are, there are less talented guys in the NBA right now. Um, Jalen Weathers looks great. You know, I mean, he's a guy that can shoot it from deep at his size, his skill level will be intriguing and appealing to NBA teams. The big thing, as you alluded to, there was, is he going to bring it every day? 
right? Is he going to bring it every day and be a, be a killer? If he can be that, then you got your star. Now you need, again, you need to figure out that point guard spot. That's still, you got options there. What's it going to be? You're going to have shooting. You're going to have enough skill level. You're going to have two good bigs. You know, Malik was good. It wasn't great in practice, you know, but he's so smart. I, I like, here's what separated them a lot was, again, their communication, their leadership. Jared West and Malik Williams will be two great leaders on this team. You could see it. They're teaching the young, all eight guys. They're trying to, Jared West was one of the eight, so he's teaching other guys already. Um, I, I don't see that a lot of other places. Even though there's a lot of veteran teams out there, I just I don't see great leaders and, and Malik to me can be a great leader. Jared West is going to be a great leader. And, you know, is Malik going to be what he was prior to the injury? I don't know. I mean, it's going to take time to figure that out. But if he is, they had a pretty damn good front court duo there of, of Withers and Malik. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's pull it all together here, Jeff. You said you spent most of your time in Lexington. Yeah. If you had to handicap a game right now that we played today, how much do you have Kentucky by? You know, probably a half dozen. I think they're better. I don't think their their upside is as high as Kentucky usually is, because again, usually you're looking at a bunch of freshmen that, you know, you're you're saying, wow, like what could they be? They got like three really good freshmen. I mean, Ty Ty Washington is a stud, a stud. I mean, I think that's the difference. When I look at Kentucky and Louisville, I look at Ty Ty and what he can be in in four months and say to myself, like he can be an elite elite guard. Um, and he probably will mesh well with Severe Wheeler, who's got speed and can really create for those other guys. You know, they got Oscar down low, not much of a score, but he's he's a monster rebounder. Um, and the key for them will be probably their wings, because I think their backcourt's going to be really, really good. Again, I just, I love Ty Ty. I do. I mean, I, I fell in love with him there. Um, his poise, his ability to make good decisions. He's, he, I think he's 6'4". So he's got size, not a great, great athlete. So I would say, yes, Kentucky I have is a, a notch above Louisville. But I think Louisville, listen, to me, you want to get in the tournament. Uh, you want to be a lock for the tournament this year, finishing the top finishing the top six in the ACC. You'll be a lock. I mean, you know, you want to avoid the 8-9 game. Um, you know, and get through max suspension, you know, without any major issues, if you can. I still can't believe that suspension Honestly, one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. One of the dumbest. And I know, again, you don't probably weren't even going to ask me about it, but I'll give my opinion on it. I, I don't care. And, and people know, people do know I have a good relationship with Chris Mack. Take that aside. This could be any coach in America to give them as a school a six-game suspension for what? What did he do? Not bring in a, a compliance guy? I mean, I guess that's what they got him on. Um, but it's, you know, even the, the whole thing with, with Dino is ridiculous. Think about this. The biggest things that Dino Gaudier could come up with in, in that whole thing of, of, of trying to get Chris Mack were what? Vi recruiting videos and what? Uh, managers or GAs being in drills. Like, do you know how often that shit happens? And now it's legal. Right. So. Now it's legal. But even, <laughs> even then with GAs, who cares? I mean, again, if that's the worst, if I'm a Louisville fan, I'm like, all right, well, thank God it's nothing worse than that. Thank God it's yeah. not something that, you know, again, certainly was going on under the Patino watch um, at, at Minority Hall. 
this is nothing. This is the dumbest shit ever to suspend somebody for six games on. To me, it'd be a slap on the wrist. Let's move on. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you're going to hear any argument on, on this end. Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, we've kind of gone in, into depth uh, about that on our podcast and kind of had the same sentiment. Uh, I, don't why, I, mean, you, I don't understand why national people can't um, figure that part out. Like, because there's a lot of people that are making it into this big thing. Like, oh, my God, like Chris Mack can't believe. Now, again, the whole thing with Dino Gaudio to get to where it got to is, is insane. I mean, the stupidest thing ever, right? And we can blame that on Chris. We can blame that on whether it's Vince, compliance, whoever it is, it should have never gotten to the FBI. We, we know that. that It's ridiculous, yeah. and it just makes Louisville look, you know, the drama continues within the program. We can all agree on that. But again, to me, to, to, to start to, you know, say that, oh, my God, look at what Chris Mack's done there. Now, again, if he doesn't get Louisville to the tournament again this year and, and you want to say, hey, you know what? He's not getting it done on the court. That's completely fair. But whatever happened that came out of the Dino Gaudio situation to try to say, well, he should be fired because of that or something like dumbest shit ever. He should be suspended for six games. Dumbest shit ever. Louisville administration. Honestly, that's a joke. The national perception. I think it's easy. It's an easy story to kick, kick a program when they're down. And I think that that's has been Louisville. And unfortunately for, for people like us who are following it all the time, it might kind of be the narrative for a long time. Yeah. But I think that people that are around, around the program who kind of have seen what's gone down have realized, you know, this has definitely been blown way out of proportion. It's just something, it was a, kind of an unfortunate thing that happened to in, in an otherwise pretty typical situation in, in, across the college basketball landscape. So thank you so much for your time, Jeff. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, if you're listening, uh, make sure that you tune in uh, to Jeff at Stadium. Follow him at Goodman Hoops on Twitter. Uh, Jeff, thanks so much for coming on with us. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. We'll do it again. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.